This morning, we continue, as I said, looking at those different principles, those elements that provide leadership and direction for who we are as God's people. This morning, we look at the principle of joy. And this morning, as you hear that, as we gather, perhaps you are saying, oh, Pastor Michelle, that sounds wonderful. Or perhaps you are reflecting upon your own life and right now you say, Pastor Michelle, there's so much anxiety. I'm carrying so much. I have so many things that just provide stress. I just don't feel like giggling or laughing. Perhaps there are some, as we gather this morning, and this is what you feel like. Isn't that wonderful? They're just so cute, holding those signs of joy. I love it. But perhaps this morning, you feel a little bit closer to this. <laughs> I love that one too. <laughs> no matter where you are this morning on the spectrum of what we feel, there is really good news. There is life giving news in the scriptures that we have from Philippians. But before we jump into this good news of the, from Paul's letter to, the, to Philippi, I wanna make sure that we hear the difference between happiness and joy. Because although both are really good, both are needed, in fact, they're so important, I gave that as a job to our children, there's a pretty big difference. I like that screen that you see before you. Happiness is a feeling based on circumstances. Happiness is like these bubbles. Oh, it's fun, but it's very surface. It's fun to giggle, it's fun to laugh, but oftentimes it's based on circumstances. Joy, on the other hand, joy is much deeper. Joy is a strength. Joy breathes in deeply of God's peace. Joy is like deep oceanic currents. And joy can be with us no matter what is going on around us. God's gift is a deep, strong gift. As I was looking at this wonderful lesson from Paul, I came across a most wonderful illustration of what joy can look like. And it came from, of all places, it comes from MIT. This is a picture of deep oceanic currents. And this is what the researchers shared. This is from 2017. The researchers from MIT share that since Captain James Cook's discovery in the 1770s that water actually encompassed even the Southern Ocean, oceanographers have been studying the Southern Ocean, its physics, the water circulation and climate. 
And they are now at a point in technology with all those different varying things that they are able to track these ocean currents. And what they have found is that waters from the Pacific, the Atlantic, and the Indian Oceans all come together. And these deep, we're talking 3,000 meters deep ocean currents, they come together around Antarctica. And as they come together, these profoundly deep ocean currents, as they go around Antarctica, they bubble up. I say bubble up, I'm sure there's a better word for a term for that. And as they, as they swell upwards, they bring all these important needed nutrients. What a perfect example of joy. Joy that is deep, deep like those meters, 3,000 meter deep currents. And when we need it, God just brings it up and our lives just swell with God's joy. God's joy is a gift. It is deep like the ocean currents it is a strength, and it is with us no matter what else is going on in our lives. Paul, in the letter to the Philippians, gives us the words of faith to be able to even better experience this. And in his letter to the Philippians, he writes, rejoice in the Lord always. That's so important, I'm gonna say it again, rejoice. Let your gentle be known to everyone, the Lord is near. And it continues on as we heard Mary proclaim that. And in this short passage that many of us know so well, we grew up singing it. In this short few verses, Paul gives us two, if you will, pillars, two parentheses, even more of, a, of an image God holds us in his arms, one on either side. And the first of these tenants, of the first of these pillars, the first of God's arms that tuck us in, in this passage you see before you in the screen. Paul says in verse five, the first arm that holds us. Remember, the Lord is near. Literally, right here, where two or three are gathered, Jesus Christ is present. The Lord is near. But even more than that, the Lord is near, breaking into our lives on a daily basis, reminding us of the gift of life that our Lord gives us. And Paul is also saying, yeah, the Lord is near. The Lord will return one day. Well, that's just one side of those parameters the parentheses, God's arms holding us. Because then Paul gives us the second one that completes the parentheses, that completes the parameters, that gives us that other arm. And that is found in a few verses later, verse seven. That beautiful verse that you see before you. Paul says, and the peace of God, <laughs> that passes all of our understanding, 
The peace of God will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. What I love is, is there, there's a bit of irony there if you look at the Greek. Because Paul says, the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The image that he works with is actually that of the military. God's peace standing guard, standing guard as military. The peace of God is standing guard forever with us. And as we are held in these two parameters, in these two parentheses, as we are tucked in by both arms of God, there is joy in the middle. And even, I will say even more powerfully than that, Paul reminds us that as the Lord is near, as the peace of God is standing guard, we can live in the freedom from anxiety. And I don't know about you, but there are enough things going on in my life, there's enough things going on in the world that there is plenty anxiety. And in these verses, Paul reminds us that we can have the freedom from that anxiety. We can be alert, yes. But we don't have to be scanning the horizon for the very next threat that's coming our way. Freedom and joy. Paul reminds us that as we pray, our God is with us before we pray, as we pray, and after we pray. We are held, we are held firmly in God's hands. And in the middle, there's joy. But it's not just Paul who talks about this joy, this joy that, that isn't happiness. Happiness is good too. But this joy, this is deep. This joy is a strength. This joy is present even in the midst of everything that's going on. And Jesus himself gives us this very example. Because on the night in which our Lord was betrayed, on the very night in which he knew it was all gonna happen and he was gonna end up being crucified on the cross, he is talking with his disciples. And as you see on the screen before you, this is what Jesus says to them. He says, abide in my love and love one another. And then he says, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. That's joy as a strength. That is joy that breathes in deeply of God's peace and will be present no matter what else is going on in our lives. But it's even more than that. If we go to the Old Testament, with Ezra and Nehemiah as they were with God's people proclaiming the word, they say, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I hope you have that joy. 
I hope the Holy Spirit stirs within you so that that joy, which is as deep as the ocean's currents, will be with you and will be strengthened so that our joy may be complete. It's a strength that is with us. No matter what else is going on in our lives or as we see every day in the lives around us. Well, this morning I want to share with you a video. It's one that you probably have seen. It's a commercial that was out during the Olympics. It's a commercial actually from Toyota. And in this commercial, they actually do a really good job of sharing the life story of one of the awesome Paralympians. Her name is Jessica Long. She has won 23 Olympic medals, 13 of them gold. She is just amazing. But as you watch this commercial, as you watch just a bit of her life story, I want you to pay attention to joy. Let's watch that now. Mrs. Long? Yes? We've found a baby girl for your adoption, but there are some things you need to know. She's in Siberia, and she was born with a rare condition. Her legs will need to be amputated. I know this is difficult to hear. Her life, it won't be easy. It might not be easy, but it'll be amazing. I can't wait to meet her. Joy. It might not be easy, but there is joy. For joy is a strength. It is deep as the ocean currents. And because we are held in the parameters of God, knowing that indeed the Lord is near and that the peace of God is going to guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We can know it and we can have it. That is a gift of joy. That is a principle upon which we can live our lives. This morning I want to end with a song that just so beautifully speaks of this joy, of this strength, of this underlying ocean current. The song is entitled, My Life Flows On in Endless Song. Molly is going to play the melody to help bring it to life. You see some of the words on screen, but hear this anew. My life flows on in endless song above earth's lamentations. I catch the sweet, though far off hymn that hails a new creation. And the refrain, no storm can shake my inmost calm while to that rock I'm clinging. Since Christ is Lord of heaven and earth, 
How can I keep from singing? And then the verse that hits home. Through all the tumult and the strife, I hear that music ringing. It finds an echo in my soul. How can I keep from singing? No storm can shake my inmost calm while to that rock I'm clinging. Since Christ is Lord of heaven and earth, how can I keep from singing? The Lord is near. The peace of God guards our very hearts and minds. Joy is ours. Freedom from anxiety is ours. How can we keep from singing?